Hey folks, it's Jeff Fuzzy Wenzel from the Woodshed Agency, and you are listening to a new episode of Successfully Funded. Here we go. Let's turn it up. Turn it up. Yeah! All right, crowdfunders, how's everybody doing out there in the beautiful, wonderful land of crowdfunding? I am your host, Jeff Fuzzy Wenzel of this podcast space. This podcast is called Successfully Funded. If this is your first time here, welcome. Welcome to this, looks like what looks like a log cabin behind me. I'm coming at you from um, uh, the new office at the home in the new house. If you're a regular listener, you know exactly what I'm talking about. But again, if you're a first timer, you're probably like, I don't know what you guys are talking about. But yeah, this is Successfully Funded. And what we do here is we like to talk to project creators while they're either in the middle of a campaign or their campaign has just finished up. And that way, we're giving you guys out there, the listeners, the most up-to-date information on what you've got to do to become successfully funded with your campaign. So that's what this is all about. But I am also the CEO of Woodshed Agency. And what Woodshed Agency does is we help project creators get to that. And this is our podcast. So again, thank you guys so much for for joining and jumping in. Man, it's a new year. It's 2021. Who's excited? Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Like, woo. Oh, no. Is that the wrong one? Maybe we should do this one. Happy, happy new year, 2021. Listen, I got, I have, I've got sounds. Listen, what else do I got in here? Look, about. I want to be taking advantage of those, those new sounds that, that we've just added here. But, you know, so again, I talked about this a little bit at the end of last year about how we're going to kind of change up the podcast just a little bit. And we're doing it right now. We're, we're really, we're, we're right in it. Um, if you're watching this on any of the live streaming, make sure you guys leave comments, ch- chime in, ask questions uh, in this portion of it. And then later on, we're going to switch over to the interview. And then at the end of it, we're going to actually have a musical guest. Uh, we're, uh, instead of ending every episode with some Sugar People music, we're actually going to go into the archives of what we did in the GBS days. So we're going to be going in, like today we have the Balkan Brothers are going to be on. Um, and we're going to watch um, at the end of this, you know, if you, if you stay tuned, if you stay tuned long enough, we're going to get to the the end of the uh, episode where we watch them perform one of their songs over at, uh, at, the, at the old studio days. So how about that? But what else is going on? So today's episode, just so you know, this is episode 225. And we're going to be talking with Tao from the company uh, Olive Union. I'm sorry. Did I just say Olive Union? What I meant to say was Olive Pro. My bad. My bad. Whoop, 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 whoop. Wait, wait. I'm, I'm not going to do that much. I mean, the kids hate that already. They they like that sound. I mean, I hear that sound in all their YouTube, but I don't know if they're going to like it on the podcast, but whatever. So now we're going to be talking to Olive Pro, and what they've got is a, a really interesting project um, where they have a two-in-one. It's a hearing aid, and it's uh, uh, like you know Bluetooth speakers, right? Headphones, um, all built into one, so very, very unique. But man, these guys are up over $750,000 in their Indiegogo campaign. So monster, monster campaign. Um, so like I said, that interview is coming up here in just a little bit. So again, stay tuned. Or if you're in the podcast area, you can. I guess you can hit the fast forward. But man, 2021 is here. It's a new year. All kinds of new stuff happening. Man, I'm excited. I don't know. You guys excited? Got some things over here. We got a dog. Buddy the dog is... Uh, now in our our lives here, he has officially been adopted by us. He is an American bulldog with some possible pit in there. Um, I don't know. We have paperwork with a whole bunch of different uh, information on it, but he's been awesome. I'm not gonna lie, 
Buddy the dog is pretty, pretty, pretty sweet. And um, so it's been really nice having him. My kids obviously love him and adore him and are hanging out with him uh, all the time. Super, super into it. Um, and yeah, he's he's cool, man. He's a really cool dog. Really, really cool dog. Um, so we got that going on. Um, you know, we got through all the holidays. We had a great time. Honestly, potentially one of the best holidays I've ever had. Um, and I think it's because, you know, death wasn't knocking on the door um, every five minutes, uh, with my dad dying. I mean, it was like a decade of that. Right. So everybody, it was always like, this is the last Christmas. This might be the last Christmas. This might be the last Christmas. We didn't have any of that energy, which was nice. Um, also this is the first time, uh, I took over as host duty. I guess that, uh, I'll be taking that on. That is, that's the new thing in, in my world here. Um, so we got to host, and, you know, start to kind of create some new traditions and, and, and kind of do things, I think, a better way. Maybe not a better way, but an updated way. Maybe that's the better way to say it. You know, we weren't fighting over, um, you know, holly, you know, the, the wrong holly glasses being put out or some other ridiculous thing that we just, you know, you just like, ah, what are we talking about? You know, so we didn't have any of that. So it was, honestly, it was great. Um, I wish we would have been able to have my uh, my grandma up, but we went down there Christmas Eve. Made her, a, I made her a dinner and, and got to hang out and, and check in, which was great. So I was super excited to to be able to have those types of you know these new interactions, right? The new ways that we're doing it. Um, so it was super exciting. But that that was Christmas. So I mean, I hope you guys all had a good holiday. Uh, and then New Year's was nice. Um, hung out with our kind of our pod buddies. Um, which was which was exciting and 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 relaxing and just kind of low key and chill. So I mean, just a lot of new stuff, man. New house, new traditions, uh, new dog. Uh, you know, my kids went back to school today. How about that? Ooh! Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Do it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kids went back to school. So we got that. They're at school right now. It's only a couple hours, though. They'll Actually, I'm just looking at the time I'm recording this. It's like 10, 11. They'll be home in like 45 minutes. So the amount of work and like, oh, my God, we got to get them out. We got to get them. You know, like that stress came back, which we haven't done that stress since like, what was that, March? You know, of like, we got to get out. We're running late. We're running late. Got to get in the car, you know. And then they'll be home in 45 minutes. They probably just washed their hands the entire time they were there anyways. I don't, so I don't know what's happening. But, hey, we got them out of the house. They're there. They'll be home in a little bit. Super Super exciting stuff. <sighs> Man. Oh, and also, what the hell happened last week? Yeah. I lost Wednesday and half a Thursday with just getting sucked into the news. And I know I probably shouldn't say that because I'm sure my my clients are listening. They're like, wait, what? What? I mean, you know, I don't know. The, you know, the civil unrest, this attempted coup. Man. I haven't... I, I'm not gonna lie, I was pretty emotional on that Wednesday. I've never seen anything like that. Um, it's something that will stick with me for a long time of just watching absolute trash, pigs, the worst people on the planet, um, being manipulated, lied to, not even knowing what they're really doing. Again, now, oh, mind you, if everything I'm saying right now offends you, click next, I'm done, we're done, right? We, we've all given, we, we, it's like three and a half, it's almost four years of like, all right, we'll give you the benefit of the doubt. Not taking anything. You're 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 trying your hardest. You're tr- you're not. You're a liar. You you are uh, you're a monster. And we, we we're done with you, right? <laughs> we're done. I don't think we need to go into that mindset of like, oh, we've got to unite 
and come together. I don't need to unite with uh, white supremacy, Nazis, cop killers. I don't need to unite with that. I don't need that actually in my life. So um, I also don't need people in my life who are trying to take over democracy in our government or storm Capitol buildings and want to kill people. Like, I don't need to unite with that. I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy and nuts, but I don't need that in my life. I'm not looking for that in my life. So, um, yeah. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't want that jazz. I don't want it. And I don't think any of you guys want it. You guys, none of you guys should have that. You guys don't need that stuff. It's, it's bonkers. Bonkers, bonkers, bonkers. <clears throat> yeah, shake it off, right? Just shake it off. What's next? What's next? What's next? So, yeah. Got a lot of new stuff, man. A lot of new energy. It's feeling good, you know, putting together the the, the goals for the business. I, I got them up on the whiteboards next to me. You know, we're trying to, to, to sit down and go, all right, what do we got to do? What's going to be successful? What's not? What do we need to shed? What, what new things are we doing? And we've got a lot of new things. So um, one, podcast, Mondays and Thursdays. That's, that'll continue to be happening. Uh, Tuesdays, we got new blogs coming out. So if you want to go over and check out some of that stuff here, let me put up a link here real quick. Um, so again, if you're watching this right now, you can go over right now. You can go over to woodshed.agency and you've got podcast episodes there. You've got blogs. You've got all kinds of opportunities to connect um, and if you are not a subscriber of this podcast, you just found it, you got to go over to iTunes right now, hit the subscribe button. And really, you can go anywhere, Spotify, Stitcher. It doesn't really matter. You just go anywhere, right? Check them all out. Um, we'd love to have you uh, kind of jump in. But before we do that, let's before we and before we jump in the interview, let, let's check out kind of what what this campaign is going to be looking like. So so for you guys who are visually looking at it, you can see that this is um, this is the Aleph Pro two in one hearing. Uh, very, very cool. You know, got good, re interesting rewards out there. Uh, campaign's ending in about six days, but over 3,409 backers. So tons and tons and tons of backers. Um, I will say the conversation's a little challenging. We had a little bit of a language barrier there. So you will have to kind of focus in, really set in to kind of make sure we're, we're hearing everything. But um, but great, great conversation. And again, this 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 uh, this project, the Olive Pro, it's very, very cool. So with all that said, I mean, again, make sure if you're if you're out there and you're um, you know, you're going over, you know, go to go to our website, check out stuff, you know, pick a time to talk to me. Click the, click the consultation button in the top. Have a conversation with me, man. Before you launch that campaign, trust me. You got to do that. And if if you're not ready for what's happening right now with iTunes, I'm just kidding, not iTunes. iTunes what am I talking about? With Apple and Facebook, read our blogs right now because you guys got to be up to date on what's going to be happening here. So a lot of cool stuff going on, man. It was exciting to get back to this. I've been like just giddy to, um, you know, to, to get back here and, uh, and, and just, you know, get the podcast going, just kind of get everything back going after, you know, a couple weeks off, um, you know, only doing a little bit of work here and there, just kind of checking in, but man, it's exciting to get back into the grind. So with all that said, let's jump into it. Let's get our first interview of 2021 out there. All right, here we go. lights on i hope everybody's comfortable and we're okay right we're gonna make a podcast here so hopefully nobody's ever all nervous right we're all good awesome well let's do a quick sound check uh what'd you have for breakfast this morning coffee some coffee <laughs> okay all right yeah, 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 yeah. anything yeah, fancy just coffee. that coffee just, nah, no no just coffee it's just black yeah without milk okay. without sugar just milk okay. 
Uh, nice. Just coffee. Sorry. Yeah. That's great. That's great. Well, instead of talking about your coffee preferences, why don't we uh, discuss why we're actually uh, doing this podcast today? Why don't you do me a favor, introduce yourself, and tell my listeners um, what you're currently raising money for uh, over on Indiegogo. Uh, so, like Jeff, thanks for the invitation, opportunity to introduce like Olive Union, Olive Pro. Like my name is Teo, like a CGO from the Olive Union, and then uh, Olive Pro, uh, the campaign like Olive Pro in the crowdfunding camp, uh, which which is Indiegogo, is like a two-in-one hearing aid, Hi-Fi Bluetooth earbud. It works by connecting to your like a smartphone and conducting five-minute hearing tests, optimize the sound frequency to the user unique hearing needs. Like. Uh, unlikely traditional hearing aid, like uh, I mean, traditional hearing aid, like you would experience to take a trip to the like, audiologist to do this for you, and then expensive cost. But uh, only pro uh, customization is easy, can be done along with the smart app. So these devices, uh, this device also like doubles as a hi-fi Bluetooth earbud. It's uh, HD speakers, balanced amateur drivers, produce the great sound quality, and then you can use it just as like you use the other, uh, any other like a Bluetooth earbud. Very cool, very, very cool. So I guess let's let's go back a little bit. Where is sort of the idea of this? Um, you know, I don't think everybody just kind of all of a sudden jumps into making earbuds. Um, so like, how do you guys start this process? Where's the idea? Where's the, uh, hey, I sketched this on a napkin. I think we should build this. Where was that idea? Uh, sure. Uh, like we start our company year 2016. Like our mission has been always like a provide affordable hearing aid for like a, for everyone and making a hearing aid just like glasses, affordable, well designed, easy to use. Our founder and CEO, uh, Owen Song, like he uh, he was like living and studying in New York, Columbia University. Like he has a family related like uh, suffering from the hearing losses, and then he he's seen like many cases like with the hearing aid devices. Like he just like uh, use it and then not to use it. So like he was. Uh, he was kind of curious about that and then it's like a starting start the business so we want uh so we study like the we study about the like a market and then we want to like make the world uh world like wearing a hearing aid just like a normal as uh, wearing glasses without social stigma there's like a hundred millions of hearing losses but the most of them like suffer and sustain their life without the hearing aid there are like a major three region cause the current market stage uh current market situation in the hearing aid industry which are the average price of hearing aid is very expensive, like starting 2000 to 6000 US dollars. Wow. And then unlikely, like wearing glasses, like people not that friendly to the like who wearing a hearing aid. And then last one, hearing impaired thing, they don't deserve the, what they pay for and performance and feeding issue. Of course, like they want to listen to the music while wearing the hearing aid. So like we, we designed the Olive Pro and the previous like uh, model, a previous model, which is like Olive hearing aid. Um, I think the Oli Pro is our third product in our line, and then but uh, like uh, our best yet. We've only produced like a hearing aid products up to now, but the uh, Oli Pro, like we further blurred the line between the hearing aid and then earbud with the uh, truly affordable. Yeah, that's very very cool. So it sounds like you guys. I'm well. I'm assuming a little bit here, and you can tell me if I'm wrong. But you had to really think about a customer persona as to who would actually want this thing, you know, um, as opposed to just going and get an Apple AirPods or what, whatever, you know, there's a, there's a lot out there. So, you, so walk me through a little bit on how you guys were thinking about that buyer persona and really thinking about, you know, just because you have a hearing aid doesn't maybe make you want to go this way. Maybe you don't have the stigma of wearing a hearing aid or I guess just walk me through that thought pattern, because I think that's so, so crucial for a lot of startup companies to be thinking about, who is actually going to buy this thing when we go to make it, you know? 
Exactly. So like only uh only pro is like mainly for the people like with the mild to moderately like severe hearing losses people's mm-hmm. like safety hearing calibration like uh, with the application will really make the great performance with the AI also like retargeting all in one function for everyone's ear such as like we've been so the hearing management system into uh, into our application which allow user to see monitor how much noise they've been exposed to the like how long uh exposed to for how long does like, which environment you are so mm-hmm. this multi management system like will uh help to prevent the hearing losses too moreover will maintain the overall hear uh, overall ear uh healthiness another point is that like many people uh many people are not so aware of their on hearing losses as well so we recommend these to like everyone like they may be surprised like how the olive pro can help their lives that's very cool. Very cool. You know, one of the things that we have seen just in a, a lot of companies or a lot of startups is just the struggle between hardware and then software, right? Just that merge, that balance, absolutely. making sure, you know, it's a ton of resources, right? Yeah, um, yeah, and you yeah, got to do both of them really, really well. So in mm-hmm. your guys' experience, what were you guys mostly, f- you know, maybe at the start f- focusing on, not where you are right now, but in the beginning where you're like, we want to really make sure this software works well, or is it more on the hardware? And then how do you start to integrate? All right, we really need both these two words, uh, worlds to, you know, to, to, to work well together to give the full experience. Kind of walk us through how, how you were, uh, you know, walking between those two, um, those two platforms. Um, so, uh, so like the, the idea, uh, the idea, like of hearing aid, you know, it's like uh, because like we need to we need to cut down the like initial costs. It's like uh, first of all, like as I said, like in uh, the hearing aid industry, like the problem of the market is like a price is really expensive, and then you know like there's uh, there's like a big distribution chain, you know, in order to like purchase a hearing aid, like uh, the products, I mean the pipeline, like uh, the uh, the distribution like a pipeline is like a starting from the headquarter and then distributor and like it goes to like consumer and the why it goes to consumer there's like many steps like it goes to sure. audiologist and then you know like you have to do the like a hearing test and the feedings mm-hmm. and then um and then like we gain we gain the idea that uh we we may be able to like eliminate uh, like uh, these resources like uh, developing the sound algorithm using the dsp chips and then uh, that 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 was like a beginning. And then like uh, in order to do that, in order to do, like we 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 had to we had to like find the, like a uh, each each of like a uh, professional of the each field, you know. And then and then like I guess um, I guess like you're you're asking like uh, I guess like we we need like a really good balance between like a hardware and software. And then you know like but the initial like beginning was like developing the DSP chipset. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Makes sense. Now. You know, I think one of the things again that I we see quite a bit, and I love when, when when project creators can speak on this is, you know, you can go way in depth on like let's just say the headphone part of it, right? Like, man, these are like the most crystal clear headphones on the planet. They do all of these bells and whistles. Oh, and we also have the hearing aid function. Or you could go like these are the greatest hearing aids on the planet, but the speaker. Uh... So how do you again stand back and go? We want to make sure that this product is absolutely amazing. It does what we say it does. It fits into this price range, but without, you know, getting into like, oh, these are, you know, and, and I say this because I come from the audio world, right? Like I do live mm-hmm. audio for for big professional stages and I have my own custom in-ears and, you know, I've spent the $1,500 on custom molds for my ears, right? You know, that type of world. You know, you don't want to go that far, but you don't want to go so far that it's not a good product. So when you guys are kind of developing, prototyping all this stuff, what are you looking for to say, like, we've really 
skated very close to the line. This is an amazing product. And it doesn't go to the, maybe the, the pro audio in-ear guy. It also isn't just like, you know, a high, high end hearing aid. It's this, it, it really, you know, does these two things really, really well. How do you walk that line um, when you're making a product? Um, so, uh, so like we, we have like developed a Bluetooth integration, like amplifier circuit board. Like that was like initial things. Like we have to like, uh, we have to lower down the cost dramatically, like all going to paying a license fee and then distribution cost, like initially I said, and then we eliminate the process, like buying the hearing aid, like unlikely conventional hearing aid, like you need to fitting, uh, offline channels. And then. Mm. Uh, with the doctors or audiologists, like in order to uh, use this, uh, in order to use like only pro, like uh, need uh, no doctor nor nor uh, nor like uh, audiologist, and then and then like only the union like distribution chain was like much simplified than like conventional hearing aid, and then that, that bring the like uh, that bring the cost effect. So which allow we uh, which allows like uh, use we which allows Olive Union to use like a best pro, uh, component, which is like a noise man's microphone and uh, balanced amateur speaker, and then like which is like the best of the best of the like uh, best of the audio like a hi-fi audio like we could just like made it, and then um, I I mean like I can I can like. Um, I think that was like a really initial like, and then like we could like lower down the cost like that's how region like we could select the like the best of the components the components yeah. Sure, sure, that makes sense. It makes sense. So, what's the timeline between you know we've developed this is what we want to go after this is our target audience to what we see right now in Indiegogo? How long is that process for you guys? How many months, years? How how long did it take? Um, I think that I think like um. I think like it's uh, it's already like written in the like Indiegogo like uh, we are we are on like a pro, uh, like a prototype pro, prototype process and then mm-hmm. you know like uh, able to ship it able to ship it like uh, in the March, yeah. So um, I mean like we have done like a successful campaign like a crowdfunding campaign before in the year two thousand seventeen like so we know the like general timeline how the things should go and then we decide to launch the campaign after like we are confident with the initial software and hardware prototype. So uh, I and then we knew it like we knew it like we could execute properly. So right now it's like uh, just about like before the manufacturing. So yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, what was what's the thing that is keeping you and your team up at night during this process? What is the thing that like man we got to really make sure we get this correct? Right? Um, like, you know, is 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 there something like that? I, I think I think like uh, I think listen to your backers, you know. So I think like a finding like a finest product fit, you know, for the consumers, and then it's the most important based on market needs. And then we did a lot of like a market study for the like a product fit, like a first and second generation for like several years, gathering the like feedbacks of the users, help us like find the uh, find the best market fit, which makes only pro perfectly for the like a market demand. Although uh, although like these efforts like we are very uh, although, although like those efforts like were very important like to our success, like surprisingly, a lot of like backers like response with the excitement. So, long story short, listen to your backers. I think. Okay. Okay. In inside of this journey, where does the conversations though about crowdfunding start to fit in? Was it instant, or is it something that as you're making the prototyping and stuff, you're you're thinking? actually, we do want to take this to crowdfunding, you know, or just go right to the market, right? Or did you guys always have crowdfunding in your mind that we wanted to do this? 
Oh yeah, 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 absolutely, absolutely. So, um, so you know, like this, uh, say, say, like this is like a second campaign, and then we are just again like overrun, like by the amount of supporters, like we are getting it, and then the, then and then like being hearing it, like people would assume that like would perform like worse than like a regular year, but like consumer electronic aimed for the like a general market, and then uh, like. But like we we raised like quite like amount of like a funds in a week, and then uh, I think um I think like every every process like we I mean like ever since like we start our business like the Indiegogo campaign was like on in our mind that, that mm-hmm. because the because like we are not sure about like a decent market you know like a hearing aid right. industry especially you know like there's a tons of like a there's like a six major player was like a dominant the markets and then. You know, and then like uh, we were, we were like, uh, we kind of like knew about that like, there's like a market fit, but uh, we need to make sure, like we need to make sure that the fit is right there. And then, you know, and then we just like, uh, we, we just uh, give it a shot. And then I think it was like a really good chance, you know, and then like there's like many responses like from the backers, you know, like you should do this, we should do that. And then, you know, like based on the experiences, like, and then like feedback, like we could resonate there like feelings and then you know like we be able to just like uh provide a like right market fit so i think yeah that's the that's the answer for your question i think that's cool where where does um like where do you start the process of photography videography and storytelling for the page Mm -hmm. in this process again we like we work with a lot of projects who you know they may you know they they don't want to shoot stuff the the prototype's not quite ready you know but where do you start to find like we need to put this, we need to start putting the story together we need to start doing visuals so that when people go to this page they get it mm-hmm. you know yeah, yeah um uh like um um like we we knew that like uh like I think the, I think the, mm, I think the like, we, we, we have to like really prepare well, you know, like many people like a start campaign like a prematurely and then like they mistook that, uh, that's like crowdfund campaigns. And then although crowdfunding is like, you can sell the idea or, pro- idea or product, it does not mean that people will back it up. Mm-hmm. The thing is like incomplete, you know, actually like, I think it's like, the opposite you know like since the people are buying the idea and prototypes and the backers are very like sophisticated actually and then they need to like be able to like believe that like a company will execute well and they're preparing a great material and then making sure that consumers like can believe and believe in you and then you know in, it's uh, very important for like crowdfunding campaigners yeah yeah Okay. Where, where did you, was there a determination between Indiegogo and Kickstarter? Like, were you, you know, oh. we always, we want to do Indiegogo because of X, Y, and Z, or was uh, there any sort of conversation around that? Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, uh, I think, uh, I think like, um, Indiegogo, like when, when we just like started Indiegogo, like Indiegogo was like, uh, you know, like we we had like a more chance to just like apply for the Indiegogo because the uh there like a many many like many people like in the, from the Indiegogo actually like communicated pretty well to us, you know. <laughs> and then um, I I guess like that back then you know Indiegogo was like a kind of like a second tier compared to Kickstarter, so you know they would like to get like more chances, and then you know like we were we were just kind of lucky, like we met like a good people right there, and then mm-hmm. you know like they just like introduce us, you know, like a really 
uh, good team, uh, good team, and then you know, like this team, like we uh, be able to like uh, advise us, like what kind of what kind of like a backer strategy and like what kind of like a pricing, and then you know, and then the, that that was like um, that was the moment that we just like choose the Indiegogo because like they were they were like a took taking like a care really well for us, yeah. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah, I hear that quite a bit. That the Indiegogo team is just—they re- can be hands-on on on, on, on yeah, good yeah, campaigns, yeah. which is awesome. I mean, like, I, I don't know about the Kickstarter. So I mean, like, yeah, Kickstarter not so much. You, it's hard to <laughs> yeah, talk yeah. to anybody there. I, we we run lots yeah. of Kickstarters, and uh, they do not respond. <laughs> they are in their own world. It's, 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 the ball's in your court. Um, yeah, so yeah, let's let's talk right, a little we'll bit. On that. Yeah, okay. well, this is what we, yeah, we 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 send a lot of emails out. Um, okay, okay. So one one of the things that 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 again a question we get all the time, and maybe you can shed light on it as well, is when are, when when did you guys know you were ready to launch? Were you looking for a data point? Were you looking for a timing in the year? When did you say? When did you know? Like, all right, this campaign we've got a great product, we've got great assets, it, the story's good. You know, we've got an audience built, a crowd built. We're ready to launch. Did you guys have any of that sort of conversations to say we're we're ready to hit that launch button? Um, like, uh, I I think the I think like the general timeline, like we are aware of that, like we are aware of that, like for the market marketing launching, and then so we we just like decided to launch in the campaign after like we're confident with the initial, like I say, like initial like software and product, like a hardware products, and then we we know that like uh, it's going to be well so like uh, i i guess like a second prototype second prototype mm-hmm. like uh, when it's ready and then you know it's like we we knew that like this one is killing uh, this one is like make a kill for the market and then you know like we just like, give it a shot yeah that's cool that's cool so yeah. we actually i mean we haven't even discussed really the actual indiegogo let's let me let me actually tell our listeners where you are right now i mean with 9 days to go while we're taping this um you're up over 700 $718,000 a ton mm. of backers, over 3,200 backers, which that's a lot of orders, uh, which is awesome. Mm. Um, Thank you. you. Know, yeah. So I guess when you're, when you're standing back from this campaign, what is the biggest difference between this campaign to the second campaign? Like, like where do you stand back and go, well, you know, this campaign did this well because of X, Y, and Z compared to maybe in the past? Or, or do you even look at them as the same? Or do you even, are you even going back and looking at like, how do these campaigns sort of uh, differ and, and what's the same? How, how, where are you guys right now? And just looking at some of the data points between these two campaigns. Um, I think they, I, I think like um, we were lucky in the like uh, first campaign, mm. you know, like, and then, um, yeah, that, that was like, uh, that was like really lucky. I think, I mean, like we, we I, I don't really like want to say like, it was lucky, but like, uh, I think the, the Indiegogo backers are like a really generous, you know, mm. And the backers are really generous, like uh, in uh, like uh, our idea, like our idea, like uh, disrupt the uh, hearing aid market, like uh, resonate their feelings, and then you know it's like uh, it deliver the message like pretty well, and then uh, that it leads to it leads to like uh, amount of the like I I think like nine hundred thousand like like fundraisers like at first with the first campaign like we did, and then. Um, and then like we got like many feedbacks, you know, and then like we should we should just apply for like uh, stereotypes and as well, you know, and then like we are kind of like a bring these ideas back to like a second campaign. So yeah, that that's the, I mean, actually like we, we choose like crowdfunding instead of going to straight to the like market because of the biggest thing like we want to get, uh, we wanted to give it back to the Indigo community. It's like, because like where the company started the year 2016, like we would not do, We'd not be here like without them, you know, and then like right. without like a coming back, 
to the same community like with the significantly like evolved uh, product would be a great way to like show the appreciation like also like crowdfunding or loss to like see the demand for the like a product before the manufacturing logistics like so your loss like hear the customer voice in skills you know which also like uh, help us de develop our strategies yeah that's cool that's cool. Yeah. Has there been anything that stood out in this campaign that you're kind of blown away with? Like, oh, we've got a bunch of backers in Germany or, you know, is there a country or just something that you're like, man, we did not expect this um, in this campaign? Um, well, I mean, like, the, that's, that's uh, I mean, you know, like still like a major majority like uh, from the like, United States like carry the most of the volume, but the, like of course there's like a surprisingly there's like a surprise that like you know uh, unexpected countries too, you know, unexpected country countries too. But the I mean like we we have a like a very uh, communicating really well with the backers, you know, and then um, these like there's like very like interesting messages, you know, it's like. Um, being a hearing aid, like you would assume that like we perform like worse than like a regular earbud, like a consumer electronic aim, like a, for the general market, right? But the, however, like uh, we we did like a raise amount of fund, and then you know like uh, and then like we also like being able to hear the backers' voice. They one Olive Union to like a sting on the agile of the changing the hearing aid industry. And then I think they just like time to like, uh, I think, uh, I think they believe that it's the time like we are planning to pivot out uh, in the like disruptive time ahead in the hearing in the industry. Like they want like Olive Union to be like Netflix of our industry. And then like our biggest like objective Olive Pro is going to the market entire category obsolete for like a mild to moderate hearing losses. This kind of like a message is like a really like cheer us up and like a push it up. Yeah. That's cool. Very, very cool. Very, very cool. So what is happening or what's been happening in the middle of this campaign to sort of keep the energy up? And a lot of times in crowdfunding campaigns, you have a big push in the beginning and you have a slower middle and you have a bigger push at the end. Mm -hmm. What have you guys been doing to just make sure that the energy has been staying up, you know, uh, day after day when you get to that middle of the campaign? Uh, I think, I think like you have to, you have to like update, the, uh, update, well, you know, like to the backers that like we are executing well, you know, like so we 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 keep on like communicating with them like weekly basis, and then you know like this is how it's happening, and then things you know. Of course, like there's like Indiegogo, uh, Indiegogo like uh, Indiegogo team in, internally, like we just communicate with them as well, and then uh, with them as well, like take their advices, and of course, like we uh, we try to we try to like. Uh, we we try to communicate a lot, you know, and then also also like we just like try to, of course like we use like we have like a great PR team, and then you know like try to bring the more audiences like a new uh, new audiences to the like our campaign, and then you know, and, and then get get connected each other. Yeah, that's uh, that's, that's cool. what we do, you know, like uh, keep on keep on keep on communicating. Yeah, it's important. That's cool. With the well, let's flip over to a yeah. Let's flip over to like a big topic for a lot of bigger crowdfunding campaigns, and that's shipping worldwide. Um, you know, was there? How are you guys managing and handling? You know, all of that potential headache. Because I will be frank, and I'm I've talked about this many times in the podcast. I think I killed two or three companies early in my career because we just didn't do shipping and handling yeah. correctly, right? Like yeah, it can yeah, be. Yeah a monster yeah. to, to tackle. Yeah, so yeah. how do you guys approach yeah. it? How do you guys think about it um, to make uh, sure that you're not, you know, losing a ton of money, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you, you you have to really be careful on that. And like, we had like a really, uh, 
I mean, like we have a, like a bad time with that too, in the first generation as well. Mm-hmm. But uh, now it's like currently like we're selling like a previous generation like Olive Pro, uh, which is like in the United States, Canada, and like a UK, and then Japan and Korea. And then we uh, we sell like a through the existing online offering sales channel in those countries as well as like uh, work open up to new channels like reach more people with our products so um so like we are we are using we are using like current logistics system like with the partners located in the united states and the international mm-hmm. uh international but the um my my piece of advice is like to the other like other people like preparing for the Indiegogo for the shipping is like you have to you have to really like set up the logistics correctly per like a regional basis and then you know, yeah, that's the, yeah. that's really important. But like nowadays, yeah. like, nowadays, like there's like a lot of supply source that so you know, like it's it's not that difficult as compared as before. So yeah, but you're you're right, Jeff. You know, like uh, if you if you're not like a set up properly, like you you lose a tons of money. You know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because yes, like, because does. there's like a custom issues too. You know, like a legal issue, like mm-hmm. uh, legal custom issue and like, language issues, and you have to like go through everything. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's tariffs. You know, just forgetting yeah. about the tariffs. Oh, we're shipping to this country and it's an extra yeah, 20 yeah, bucks. Exactly. Oh, no. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. A lot of stuff. Be careful so, to Canada. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Yeah. We yeah. experienced it. So, you know, so the campaign yeah. ends in, you know, roughly about nine days or so. Um, money mm-hmm. starts to drop in all the accounts and all that stuff. You kind of just take a deep breath. What starts to happen uh, to get these uh, uh, earbuds out into your backers' hands? What starts the process for you guys? Um, yeah, uh, so like uh, like I said, like we have uh, like a logistics system, like uh, we have uh, like off- online, like uh, online and offline, like already, uh, like uh, we have like Shopify and like Amazon's like uh, ready for the online and uh, offline, like uh, offline, uh, we just like sign up with the big retailers and then they could, and then I don't think Amanda is going to be happy if I support that. Uh, so um and then like that's that's for the united states like a pipeline is ready mm-hmm. and then also like we we have like a canada canada uh big canada distributor in uk and then japan and korea as well so online is the same for every every countries but the, like offline like we have like different play uh different like partners so mm-hmm. yeah and then uh and then we also like want to expand the country especially the country like i have many sales like uh sales in this time campaign like such as uh european countries and then other English territory countries, like such as Singapore. Yeah. Hmm. That's cool. Very yeah. cool. How about like walk us through what this next, maybe, you know, two to three years looks like for you guys as a company. Is it continuing to go down more and more products like this? Is it expanding out? And we don't have to get into specifics of it, but just where do you guys sort of see your roadmap going for the future of the company? Um, so, uh, so like, of course, like we're going to increase like a more SKU, you know, like mm-hmm. right now, Right now, it's like a covering like a moderate to uh like a mild to mild to moderately severe hearing losses. But the we're going to like a sorry like we're going to like a make make a, like one more SKU for like a severe hearing losses. Mm. And then uh, well, I mean like a severe hearing losses like people like need to need to buy the uh they they need a cost like around like a six thousand like five thousand. But uh, we, of course, like we want to just provide like a much more like a cheap, a much more like affordable price to compare that. And then, uh, and then there's like uh, there's there's like a, we also like a mention about the uh, we also like a comment about the like a Tina and um, 
definitions and then you know like everything everything related to the year so like um we want to we want to like uh, provide uh like a multi-management system like uh, for the preventing hearing loss too and then more of a, like a maintain overall like ear health nurses like uh, so mm -hmm. we want to be a like a top tier like uh healthcare groups and then um and then need to like you need to not only like a hardware but, but we also like you need to provide like a good software as well like in order to do that like a digital therapeutics kind of stuff so yeah that's okay. our that's our like in two years probably like a software is like going to launch um i think in july yeah that, very cool very very cool man it sounds yeah. like, like innovative products in, in this space it seems like you can go a lot of different dire uh, directions well let's flip over yep. instead of talking about crowdfunding mm -hmm. and 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 airbuds Let's just let's just uh, break it down and let's do five quick lightning round questions here. So my first one is, what have you been watching in the Netflix, Hulu? You know, has there been a TV show you're watching right now that's been uh, been really good? Queen's Gambit. Yeah, I, yeah. I agree. That was a that was a uh, solid uh, one. <laughs> we, oh, we, my wife and I finished up that. It was so good. Yeah, yeah. That's blasting. Yeah, yeah that's good. Yeah. Yeah. How about uh, how about a, has there been a movie though? I know that you know that was like a twelve parter or whatever it is, eight part. You know, but how about a, has there been a movie that you have watched recently? Oh, like have, have you watched like a Parasite? Mm -mm, I'm, is it good? Uh, Par Parasite, like the the they won the Oscar. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. It's pretty good. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah, I recommend you watch it. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. How about books? You reading anything right now? Uh, no rules. Rules. Okay, what's that one about? I, yeah. I haven't heard of that one. Uh, it's, it's, uh, it's all about like a recent Hastings, uh, you know, like a Netflix co founder, uh, Netflix like a founder. Hmm. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. 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 Is there? I should yeah, check that one out a... too. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a good book. It's a good book. I love it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, how about how about yeah. podcasts? I mean, I know you listen to this podcast all the time. You're a super number one fan, but is there any other podcast <laughs> that you might be listening to right now? Only you, man. Only you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well. I'm a big fan of Fuzz. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we appreciate yeah. those shout outs. <laughs> yeah. uh, How about yeah. anything else? I can't, anything lie. Else I can't lie. Yeah. Nothing yeah, else um, out there? Yeah, yeah. It's like not, nothing else out there. You know, like a COVID situation, like a pretty bad, you know, and then like a, we, we are, we are like a, Olive Union is facing like a big challenge, you know, like we're kind of like preparing for the IPO like the year 2023. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, like that's a really big pull like for the company and uh, for the organization and myself as well. So I want to just like uh, stay calm, you know, just like uh, study about that, you know, like I just like rather listen to more of the more of the like a feedback from the like backers, like our audience audiences. So, you know, it's like, I mean, like I'm, I'm guess like, I think like 19 hours, like, probably like a 19 hours per day like just focus on the work so you know yeah wow. yeah that's good that's good mm -hmm. very cool awesome yeah, yeah. awesome well mm -hmm. where can people kind of dive into your world you know where can they go to check out your products obviously we will send them the indiegogo page and stuff but but how can they go where should they go to get into your guys's world Oh yeah, so like uh, Olive Pro, like a new product, a new version of product, like pre-order is like available in the Indiegogo, of course. And then mm -hmm. the, if you want to check out the other products, like go to oliveunion.com, and then there's like a previous model, like which is like called uh, Olive Smartier, and then that's uh, that works great too. You know, it's like it's uh, it's kind of we we already sold like a hundred thousand units like around the world last year, so um that that works well and then uh that works well and then that is like available like once you just get it once you just order like you should get it you you can get it and get, give it a try and then like we also providing 90 days like a free trial so like if you don't like it you know like you free feel free to just like um feel free like give us like opinion just send it back to us and then you're welcome 
yeah. Very cool. Very, very cool. Well, amazing campaign. I'm really glad we got a chance to talk. I, I was following you guys from uh, from afar over here in Detroit, and it's just uh, just an amazing product. And uh, I always love it when I see something that's like, hey, I've never seen that before. That's very intriguing, and, and I love what you guys are doing here. So I encourage all you guys out there, if you're listening, uh, go over to Indiegogo right now, check it out, become a backer, and uh, have a great job on this. And I look forward to seeing other projects in the future. Good luck with everything. Thanks so much, man. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Awesome. Bye now. How about that conversation man we got into it the good one it was a good one so thanks again so much if you guys are thinking about backing this go check it out right now go over to indiegogo there's only a few days left in the campaign even just be a gawker backer put a dollar in and just watch what's happening in the campaign see how the communication's happening um very very cool stuff so man we got our first episode in the books but we've got our new musical section here right we're not going to listen to a sugar people song to end this so if you've gotten to this point Man, we've got an extra treat for you. We're going to be listening to the Balkan Brothers. Uh, this was recorded about six years ago at GBS. It's all live. Everything you're hearing was done in one take because that was our motto. One band, one room, one take, right? Um, so, yeah, enjoy it. Check it out. I'll be coming in to, uh, coming at you Thursday this week uh, with another episode. So, uh, all right, guys. Yeah, here we go. Let's enjoy the Balkan Brothers.